0: Running through it, one of them we saw is the day Jesus is coming to church to find out who exactly was a true Christian and to weed them out from those that were fake Christians. Because the Bible says, For without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. That scripture stands, it will not change, please. I know that I'm delaying you people to take a short break, but just allow me just to run through this. But this is now what hits your face—the imminency of His return. The first thing that strikes you when you read this beautiful scripture, this bold scripture, when God stepped out, I can't believe He said these things. He stepped out and said, "There is a day I'm coming to take people literally, physically to heaven." That was a bold move by the Lord. Powerful promises, right? Shocking promises. And then, he goes on to say the following. The second observation you see, he says that people, believers, will be transformed. That's another observation that hits you right away. That when that day arrives, there will be a change. Those who have died will be changed. Those who are alive will be changed. And when he said, and we who are still alive, whom is he addressing? Okay, let me repeat this. When he says, and we who are still alive, will be changed. Whom is he addressing? At the generation, he said. There is a generation that will be at that time, on that day, and alive, and holy, that Up. When he says, And we who are still alive, he's addressing a generation. He's giving breaking news. He's saying there is a particular generation that happens to be alive at that moment of that day. And when the rapture takes place, for them they will not uh they will not taste death, they will be exempt from death, they will be simply translated, oh that is so powerful if I asked you people here, which one do you prefer, you first die, go to the soil and then uh, your soul goes up uh, naked and then later be clothed up there, or you want just to be changed as you are going You fear the cruelty of death because you're saying, I don't know which side. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true because, you know, you, you might say, I don't know what type of death that would be. Maybe someone smashed my head with an axe. And so I don't, I don't want to go through death. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're like, no, I just want to go direct. But he's addressing a generation, a He's saying there will be a people that when that day arrives, they will be born again and holy, my Lord. Did you hear the word holy? Born again and holy at that instant. And they will be alive. And they will not taste death, they will be taken direct up. Translation. So there is going to be resurrection and transformation, glorification, and then there's going to be translation. Hallelujah. This is serious. So, one of the other things, number two, that hits you right away when you read the scripture is the transformation. If you read the book of 1 Corinthians 15, you'll see the transform- transformation very powerfully. So, 1 Corinthians 15, 50 to 58, right? Primera Corinthians 15, por favor, 50 58-58. Let's read it together for those tuned in the Latin America so he's saying first corinthians 15 50 58 he says i declare to you brothers and sisters who is that the church the rapture is strictly confined to the church if you want to partake of that entry into glory please welcome to the house of the lord welcome to the family of jesus because only those that belong to the glorious Lamb of God will enter the kingdom of God. And if you read later, Revelation 20, 11, and 15, when there is judgment, it says, And if those, there are those whose names, if your name was not found written in the Lamb's book of life, you were thrown into the lake of fire. Only those that belong to the glorious Lamb of God will enter the glorious eternal kingdom of the Lamb of the messiah I, I think there are some things which are just additions one plus one equal to two two plus two is equal to four even a small child would say mommy one plus one is what would well, they answer very fast very powerfully anyone can do that the cloud of god god cannot come in his cloud god the father himself come in his cloud in Kisumu, And I saw this white patch. Within the dream, I talked about the white patch. And called, and called, until he came. And then he said, uh-uh. me, I, I didn't pay attention to that. I was just going back to my church. There are things even a baby said. mommy, one plus one is? said two. Mommy, two plus two is what? Is four. They will uh, Even baby will give it to you. Uh-huh. God is different from And what matters to him most is honor. But when he came, you gave him the due consideration he deserves. Why? Because for him to come out of his throne, where the whole universe is worshiping him, and come to you, he has also given you a very high consideration. A uh, little baby, you say, Mommy, one plus one is what? They will tell you it's two. They say it's not confusing, it's clear. And uh, yeah, yeah, the cloud has come. Yes, uh, okay, yeah, okay, good, good for you, good for you, good for you. Hi, what a generational blasphemy! Hi, hi, hi. And then you want to go to his kingdom and knock, right? That is the same thing as saying. You must first receive Jesus to enter the kingdom of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because now we are done with the world. We want the kingdom now. We want the kingdom nothing less. We are tired of the world. Very much many issues hallelujah and so he's saying the transformation the book of first corinthians chapter 15 50 on on what he says the following here he says Primera Corinthians en Español, por favor, verse, capítulo 15, versículo cinquenta, 50, ah, It says the following, I declare to you brothers and sisters that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. There is a chart I had here, a little bit of a sketch of a timeline that I had on the screen here. And on that timeline I said, look now, here he was teaching them who the Christ is, And then after the cross, the disciples attempted to continue here teaching who the Christ is. Then after Acts chapter 7, uh, now the the, the young man has been stoned, uh, Stephen. And then uh, Paul appears. And then, you know, Cornelius, the house of Cornelius, the Holy Spirit comes to the Gentiles also. And then now here, you can see the church age. Between the cross and the rapture, he's saying that only the soul can be saved. It's right here. Same thing this year. That between this, this is called the church age. Revelation chapter 2 here and 3. 2 and 3. Church age. He's saying, between the cross and the rapture, only the soul can be saved. That's why he's saying, I tell you brothers and sisters, flesh and blood cannot inherit the glorious eternal kingdom of God. The finite cannot inherit the infinite. The are we together this is serious this briefing tonight and this is just a snapshot then we'll get the message right because I'm simply talking about the things that hit you first when you read that scripture meaning the observations the key observations that you see when you read it The take home the low hanging fruits that you just pick right away a mango and start eating it right away hallelujah you're not ready for a doctor to prescribe vitamins to you just if it's low hanging take it eat it right eat it no, I fear if I eat it, I'll get germs. Ah, well, you get out of there. Just eat that thing, right? Many have eaten, they have lived on. They are healthy. Low hanging fruits. That hit you instant as you just read it. It's called prima facie in law. That's at face value, the things you see at face value first. Before you start mining. He's saying there, okay, in that timeline, He's saying the following. That between the cross and the rapture is called the church age. And here they are now teaching what Christ has done, the grace. But look at this now. Only the soul can be saved. But if you go to Ephesians chapter 4, 13, Ephesians 4, verse 30, you'll see that there is a deposit of the Holy Spirit put in you because they realize there is a battle. Huh? That your flesh is not yet redeemed. He's going to bring you down, he wants to bring you down, right? So he gives you the Holy Spirit. That's why there's a conflict between the spirit and the flesh. And he's saying that Holy Spirit is given in a special way only in the church grace, in the grace, in the, rather in the dispensation of the church here, the, the church age. Here is different because it's localized. Standing speaking here before you localized here on individual people, like almost back before then. Okay. And he's saying that that special indwelling is also very special because it's a guarantee. It's a guaranteeing the redemption of your bodies on that day of rapture. When your body will be glorified and finally redeemed. Glorification, glorious bodies, rapture, promised glory, all these right there. That is what he means by First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 50. That I tell you the truth, brothers and sisters, flesh and blood, cannot inherit the eternal glorious kingdom of God. Meaning, I tell you the truth. And then he goes down there to describe now how the body must be transformed. Do you remember number two that first hits your face? Is that there is a big transformation that must take place on that day. First of the imminence of his return. Number two, he said that there is a change, a transformation, a glorification that takes place on that day are we together hallelujah Amen. everybody on the same lane, yes. okay so he says here he now goes and describe that transformation as we begin. we're going to take a break don't worry just give me a moment because i need can i finish this prima facie these face value issues here yes. and then we can take a break and i come back and now our river deep and then we will go exhaustless right it'll be quite big tonight Hallelujah. And so he's saying the following here. Verse 50 we have read. I declare to you brothers and sisters the church again. (laughs) I tell you. You have to be born again, right? To enter the I think there is no escape route. So if you see pastors sitting together with Muslim imams. Sitting together with Hindu priests. And Buddhist what? And yoga priests. And together and saying we are eating a meal together, yeah, it's, uh, <coughs> it's sponsored by government. It's an interfaith. Uh, you know, we, were, we are discussing peace of the country. And so the government tossed us the lunch, to make chela, rice and chicken. So, um, yeah, so we are addressing the media. Now, if you see that happening, then you realize that there is a significant problem an ignorant <laughs> an ignorant church because he comes out clearly, it is confined to the church even in this transformation he said, I tell you brothers and sisters hermanos y hermanas solamente la iglesia tiene esta de la patamento de glorificacion only the church has this promise And so he's saying here, he's now describing the cascade, listen, he says, listen, verse 51, listen, I tell you a mystery, we will not all sleep, but we will all change, be changed. Okay, that is it now. That mystery is right there. The church age is a mystery. Yeah, because if you look at that key, remember I told you the key, Daniel chapter 9, 24, 27, the key of anti-prophecy, the church is not mentioned. Okay, you can say the Old Testament, the church is not mentioned, but only by inference. If you hear him talking to Abraham saying that, and through you many nations will be blessed, many, meaning the Great Commission, right? That there will be Great Commission in you, through you, that baptizing all the nations, right? That's when you can develop inference that, oh, that is Gentile church. Send you. Hallelujah. But now, not mentioned, it's a mystery, and the rapture is a mystery. So all this, you have to stop the clock, To be able to admit the church age. The Gentile church, come in now. Come in now. And it has taken how long? More than 2,000 years. The whole earth, the beaches, the oceans, the sky, the clouds. The technology therein for economics, technology for aircraft, technology for satellites, medicine. Everything from the upper chambers of wisdom of God released to man, to the church. All that was created only in six days. How magnificent then is the new Jerusalem that he has taken thousands of years to prepare. So, yeah, you should be longing for it, right? Hakuna kodi! will be no landlord's agent knocking your door for rent. Thank you. Thank you Jesus. That is very significant. Then he's saying, he's saying the transformation here. He's saying there will be a change. He says, again, in a flash, he said, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we'll all be changed right there. He has talked about the transformation that hits you right away. This is another scripture that's talked about the rapture of the church. And this scripture is so big in the fact that Jesus went forward through his re- death and resurrection. And then he went what? And he smashed the fangs of death. He took away the sting of death. He said, if these are the teeth you're using for biting my people, he smashed them with a the yundo and he took them and threw them in the lake of fire. So death has no power over you anymore. He gave you a safe passage, somebody. Even though I pass through the valley of death, I shall fear no death. Because my Lord is standing with His staff. Who can touch me? Hallelujah. So, he's saying you must live different from the rest of the world. You are anyhow different. Oh, leave me alone. So this matter of transformation, let me just open it up for you. Let me read this, then I'll open up with a vision of October 18th, 2021, right? God tell them that when the rapture takes place, they will have glorious bodies like mine. That is so powerful if you go to the scripture that now pronounces it. The message that comes from there. Very powerful, very mighty, serious, right? A message disconnecting you from the word saying, for our citizenship is not of this world anymore. Ah! Hallelujah! Yeah. Meaning, disconnecting you, deliberately disconnecting you from the world. Meaning, the moment the moment you receive Christ, you automatically relinquish. Okay, let me say the following. The moment you go to USA as a Kenya, not Australia, let's say Australia. Can I use Australia to not hurt you? It's okay? <laughs> oh yes, allow me please. Australian citizenship. I may not know much of what goes there, but I know the procedure is pretty much the same, right? Because what they will do, there is a day now when you come appear before the judge that will come now, there are few people receiving citizenship, and then that day you take your Kenyan passport and throw it where? Into the basura. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. And throw it into the garbage. (laughs) and you now take the australian passport they have already disconnected you from ghana from nigeria from kenya from rwanda in that way and he's saying how come you do it in the real world and here i'm telling you the moment you take the citizenship of heaven you have relinquished the one of the earth why are you still attempting to the world. Why are you trying to feed into the world? No, I must go back to Kenya. I miss Mokimo. I just need to go back. So if you're joking, we are going to to, to to just be very bad with you, right? I want to go back. I miss the fish. But there is fish here. What's your problem? He's saying, we belong to another kingdom. And he's trying to disconnect us totally. Then automatically we become sojourners. We become pilgrims. We become tenants. We become extranjeros. Extrangers. Exiles. Extranjeros. Hallelujah. The message is clear. Separation. 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 First basis, three times. Hallelujah. But he's talking here. He's talking here about... uh, He's now talking very serious about the transformation, right? Because we are saying that the things that you quickly pick out when you read the scripture of rapture, number one, that day or hour is not known. Prepare now. Number two... Is a change. Christians must be changed on that day. Hallelujah. And tell me about that change. Does that change come from saying, Oh, you see, now when that day comes, I'm going to change. Please just give me time. I'm working progress, working progress, work in progress. Is that true? No. That being changed on that day is reflecting the change you already went through and you received Christ. Hallelujah! That is it. When the rubber missed the road, now that is it. You must change now. He's saying your citizenship has been moved. It's not of the earth anymore. So you must begin beaming and reflecting that culture, that civilization onto this world. If it's a holy kingdom, people will be like, Wow, the, the, who are those? The, those are Kenyans. Wow, what a superior culture. Whoa, They can see, anyone can see. Those are Kenyans. They're Kenyans in the UK, those are Kenyans. Oh, they have a function. Oh, that's their national day. They're celebrating in London, right? Whatever. They can see the culture, the civilization. But if your civilization... The way you portray it is weak. You will be absorbed by this world. And that is the tragedy that has befallen the church. They went out to convert the world. Instead, the world did what? Converted them into the world. That's why the dressings of the world are in the church. The behavior of the world in the church. The preachings of the world in the church. The focus of the world. The The love of money of the world is in the church. The witchcraft of the world. I know that everything of the world is in the church. I... Our partner, I know most of you are saying when we list stop and start repenting, we are ready. We want to start repenting now. Don't worry, right? He says, Don't do what he said in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. That trumpet is not the last trumpet within the tribulation. Not at all. He's saying there is pomp and circumstance, pomp and color. My king is coming, victorious king coming with power, coming with glory, coming with a kingdom, coming with judgment, coming with rewards, also, tambien, sus regalos tambien. And he's saying, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable. Are you seeing the change now? For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. It says, when the perishable has clothed itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written comes true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. The Lord has smashed the sting of death and took the victory any scripture from there, you hear him now mocking death. Death, where is your sting? It's done. Hallelujah. He's saying, the things you look at and you see right away, in that scripture of rapture, is number one, the imminency of his return. Number two, then you see that there is a transformation, there is a change that will take place among the Christians, among the believers, among the saints, right? Can we move to number four now? Hallelujah. And he it's number th- number number two. We said you close. You get a body that befits eternity, right? This is the change, mortal to immortality, right? That you get a body that befits. Uh, that we are still on number two, right? That befits eternity. Can you can you show the two prophets so they understand what it means to stand before God the Father? It's unbelievable. You can show and then show Kakamega. Look at that now. And then show Kakamega, look at the glory, surpassing even the one in front. And then Kakamega, and then you show also Helsinki. Helsinki, we have been glorified in the center of Helsinki. Everybody in Finland must enter heaven. Must enter. Must enter. It's incredible. He's saying the following. So the transformation. Transformation. Hallelujah. And we have been to many cities, right? We have been to Helsinki. No, no, no. We have been to Yavampar. And then we have been to Espoo, And then Turku. Tampere. Ivascula. And where? Those. Yes. So it's time for them to enter. And you, it's on TV? We're on TV 7 with the miracles. Live. Oh yeah, very powerful. And now, of course, TV 7 showed the miracles. Even today they showing miracles. And you know, they're broadcasting from Jerusalem, so they're global. This is serious. Everybody needs to enter. Hallelujah! He's saying... That transformation is to give you a body that can stand before God. Isaiah cried, he said, hey, I'm a man of dead meat. I am dead meat. Because I'm a man of unclean lips. I live among people that are wicked. And yet I've seen the king. I am finished. Oh, who will carry me from here? He cried, he says, I'm dead. You cannot appear before the Lord. Unless he has transformed you and given you a body that befits eternity. Hallelujah. You remember John? Very close to Jesus. Most beloved disciple. He was the only one by the cross, by the way. He said, woman, that's your son. John, that's your mother now. At the last supper, you remember at one time he sat down and leaned his back on the legs of the Messiah, the king. At one side he came at one point in the supper he also sat aside and he leaned his head on the shoulder of the king most beloved disciple but when you saw him in glory when heaven now presents jesus the way heaven presents the christ the glory is tremendous and his feet are like furnace and he's walking between the golden lampstands which is what a beautiful picture of the church the church being the golden lampstand And Jesus supervising the church. John went down dead meat. So you need a body that can survive there. Hallelujah. And so, with the mortal body you are done, you can make it. And that's why he's talking about transformation, glorification. Tell them that when the rapture takes place, I'll give them glorious bodies like mine. What a beautiful Messiah. What an awesome king. He has already done it, and he has promised it in Bible, and now my voice is sending me, please tell them not to disappoint me. Just tell them, I'll deliver the promise. I promise the glorious. I'll give them. Tell them not to focus on those things, just to focus up. They're about to humiliate me, please. He wants to sell it to you? because he sees as if the devil is winning. you are hurt. Oh, what a tragedy. But for these ones who are here and tuned in, it is done. It is done with Satan. It by, by Satan. Behind me, Satan. Forward ever. Because the cross now is right ahead of us, right? Yes, we are not turning back. So this is very powerful because it says that there is a big transformation here. And he says, the mortal with immortality, the perishable clothed with the imperishability. And then he says, when all that happens, then the sting of death has been taken away. That's very powerful, right? And so, that is the change he's talking about. And then I know, I know that I know I should be reading the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 20. I've already shared the vision, right? Hallelujah. Do we really have time to run into this Review. Okay, Philippians, chapter three, I thought it's time to give you a short break, but I'm going to give you a break. I see people starting to work out. (laughs) They're going to come back one-on-one. Health break acceptable, right? Hi, Philippians. Philippians chapter 3, 20 and 21, right? Very serious stuff. Bold move by God, promising eternity, physically taking into glory and preparing physical homes. And remember the glorious body we handled? The glorious body does not have a circulatory system. Remember? Blood does not have a blood system, but you can eat. It's the most perfect body. And he says, we're we, we going to see that. And he says, if, it, if Jesus can appear inside here and stand before his disciples. And, uh, and he does that without... Okay, I begin with you step by step. He, he, he passes through the wall and appears. That is big, right? Very big. So you'd want to know what to call dimensionality. In what dimension is he operating? Because in this life, you know, when you look at a picture, there's a picture, there's 2D, two dimension. And then now, the physical life, 3D. They say, that's enough. Live your life forever with it. Should I continue live with it? It's good enough. What's your problem? It's enough for you. Should I do everything? Do everything. Okay. And then now, you get one, the Messiah, passing through the wall. Or maybe passing through the roof and standing here. And telling Thomas now, touch here. There is a way you, you need to understand that life. You need to go into different level. I mean, it's not even easy to understand in this life, but just a little glimpse, right? That you may see the complexity and sophistication of the Lord. We have the so-called nano, nanotechnology now, right? Nano. Nano, smallest, that you can break you can break material, the atom to the smallest. Uh, you, you can really break it to, to a point where you cannot divide it anymore none wow and it says in that level of thinking then there, you need a special kind of coaching or training or education to now enter the space of multi-dimensionality you're like how come we don't understand Hallelujah. Because he did not enter by crossing the roof or crossing the wall. He simply appeared. Wow, that's now another dimension. And then he showed himself hundreds of people at the same time. Oh, now you're beginning to say, wow, this is true. There are many dimensions right there. Oh, yes. I'm still on this transformation. Hold it on me, hold it on me, hold it. I'm going to give a break. Then he's saying, showing himself to hundreds of people at the same time. Then he's eating fish by the Sea of Galilee. And he has no circulatory system. I'm simply bringing you to the body he promised you. And so, no, 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 no. Listen, Listen to this now. Listen to this now. So the transformation, right? We are still on the second uh, most obvious observation when you hear read the scripture of the rapture. Number one, we saw that the imminency of his return was really looming large, right? Which is is like a trap. Number two, now we saw very clearly there that uh, he's saying there must be a change among the believers. Are we together? And so we be, be, before we go before we go brother just give me, a moment, give me a moment can i finish this or not if somebody wants to go to refresh just go ahead and come for a moment we're going to take a short break but if someone wants we can even apply even you people who are here can they are always available they are always available for you yes if you want to pass if, if you want to pass just go ahead and come back yes you are well okay whoever wants to pass please even my daughters on this side the day the door is open they will always open for a good road here right because allow me just finish this if i finish i'll be happy Because when I come back now, I'll go straight to it. So now, he's saying, in that way of appearing 500 times. Do you remember at one point when the Lord gets his prophets to preach? First of all, go to Kakamega, someone wants to kill the wife with a knife. And then I knock the knife and strike the window. Until now, the window is there broken. And I was not there. But I appeared. Do you remember preaching in Senegal to many, many pastors? At the same time, Catholics and they're converting, converting the big church we have there. Preaching to them in dreams. At the same time. Hallelujah. But the Messiah now, promising you that. And he's saying, that level of operation, if he's operating in 6,000 dimensions, okay, in this life you cannot understand that, right? But I'm just saying, that now and, and, and you know with all due respect to usa but i'm saying russian scientists please <laughs> and there's nothing against it's not usa versus russia it's, no it's just to say that you may understand they, they are called they do what to call algorithms and they win nobel prizes they, they do serious stuff they can deal with matters like the weight of the earth big things Is that a small thing for christ's sake why would you want to know (laughs) but i'm simply saying they are nuclear physicists they are computer scientists they are mathematicians from russia and they now they're the ones who can model now but even them probably they do six dimensions or ten after which no my head is hurting I need to see a psychiatrist. It is impossible to understand eternity. That's why 1 John chapter 3 verse 2, first of all, that glorious body, right? He said, but what will be, has not yet been well revealed, right? Hallelujah! He says the following. 1 John 3, 2 He says, dear friends who are friends 1st John chapter 3 verse 2 dear friends now we are children of God and what will be has not yet been made known eternity is mostly hidden except that which is written or he has revealed to his prophets hallelujah hallelujah I think I'm being unfair. I just need to take a short break shortly. Let me just run through these things with you, right? And so he's saying the transformation. He say, saying, but we know this one truth, that when Jesus Christ appears, that is rapture. If you are preaching, you take that and say, but there are two appearances. One is called the second coming, one is rapture. And then you will also distinguish the difference between the two, right? When you're preaching the church, you have to define this second coming, define rapture, right? But for now, since we are together, he's saying, that is rapture. But when Christ appears, we shall be like him, So, for we shall see him as he is. If he's in 1,000 dimensions, you must be in 1,000 dimensions to see the 1,000 dimensions. Do you remember some times when he was walking, the disciples could not identify him? He was in another dimension. After Emmaus, right? Only when he sat down, began to say the words, breaking the bread and giving thanks. The Messiah. Then he disappeared through the wall again. Not through the wall. He just disappeared. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty king. So that is is the transformation that you see, hits you when you read the scripture of the rapture. There must be a change. There is a change and then of course philippians chapter 3 which i was talking about right there chapter 3 verses 20 21 so i give you time so you can go for i really feel bad is there someone pressed if you are pressed, you just walk out and then we'll be able to take a short break shortly i just want to finish this right philippians 3 20 21 he says the following but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await the savior from there who is christ Jesus, the Lord, who by the power that enables him to bring everything, including planets under his control, will transform our corruptible bodies, our lonely bodies, our sinful bodies, so that they'll be as glorious as his glorious body. That is powerful. Very powerful. Because the day of rapture is saying, you will have overcome sin. Sin will never disturb you again. Even death, you have overcome it. Hallelujah. You will have overcome the devil. Finished. So you are with the Lord, serving the Lord eternally. And nobody will ever remove you from there. That's why he says, and and so we will be with the Lord forever. He's introducing you to eternity with Christ. And that is powerful, because those that will be with him forever, you know that right now, they are already with him forever, right? Because whether they live or they die, they live for him, they live with him. So you cannot tell me on that day anyway, I will now be with him forever. Not at all. He breathed after creation. Genesis 2, his spirit in you. That was his longing to spend eternity with you. And he's saying that when you received him as Jesus into your heart, you're walking with him, living with him. That's already living with him. They're already living with him forever. You cannot separate them. If you want to kill him for Jesus, you'd rather go ahead and kill him. But they cannot renounce him. When the Holy Spirit infilled you, that's again the Lord showing intent. I want to live with you eternally. And so they are not people that you're going to say, oh, you see, last minute, I just, you know, will do it. Abana. In other words, when they're living with Him forever, so that they can spend eternity with Him, meaning, when Jesus is being blackmailed, they also are being what? Blackmailed. When Jesus is being forsaken, they are also being forsaken. When Jesus is being abused, they are also being abused. When Jesus is being rejected, they are being rejected. They are already living with them. is well, blessed people. I see people trooping in. Now, we saw that the imminency of his return becomes such a key feature that comes out of that pronouncement, that announcement the Messiah is coming. The imminency, meaning any time he can come. And so you want to make sure you benefit from it. But there was a narrative, there was a conversation where he was saying, look, uh, people are living in the church with ignorance, right? And you see the Lord lamenting the ignorance in the church, that you are supposed to be the ones most enlightened to take the gospel out, to tell them to prepare about the coming of the Messiah, to prepare for his return. And then uh, you, you are the ones who do not know. Poly poly, 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 we are still waiting for you. There's no rush. And so, very, very mighty. And then the next thing you saw is that there will be a transformation, there will be a change. And after that, what else did we see? That we, number three is that people will be caught up. Yes, you will be caught up. The transportation. There will be a departure. And I've seen those departures. The Lord has shown me quite a few times how the church will depart. It's such a beautiful thing, a privilege. Mutesha, I bless you. Thank you. Kitchen side, you belong to that side of the kitchen, really thank you before we get started i know we are live on air and i'm calling your name they will give you a place in the kitchen right well there is no place there is right okay Muteshi is coming to the kitchen there she's an insider right very powerful very mighty daughters that love jesus too much right very very mighty i bless you Thank you indeed. Thank you, my daughter. So, you will talk to Macharia later, right? Thank you. She knows what to do, right? Thank you. So, we saw that uh, there is a transportation. You will be caught up, you will be taken up into glory. We also saw many other uh, low hanging fruits that will spend eternity with Christ forever, right? That when that day happens, it is done. No more again of suffering and pain, rejection and disease, sickness and sin, and fear of death, unemployment, divorces, looking for love. No, no. we are now eternally in the comfort of the Lord, right? And then once they are sharpening my voice over there and increasing a bit. So again, once uh, you are there, it is eternal and we saw from scriptures scriptures like Romans 14 verse 8 and so forth, that you will be with him forever. And then we saw that those that are with him forever are people that are already living with him here forever. So that was such a catch, right? That is not a future event. I mean, it's future in the sense that the day is coming, right? However, it came out very clearly that that faithfulness is and I mean, to say and in a dispensation of grace, they might think you're preaching works, right? But I'm just saying the grace is free of charge, but you have responsibility. Yes, so when the grace came, it did not mean that uh, the Lord ceased to be holy. So we still have to p- preserve holiness, observe separation from the world, and all that, all of the above, right? So I want us now to retrace our path back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4.